My name is Jared Matthew Weiss, and every month in New York City, I host a conversation amongst a hundred people about love and sex. Everyone can be anonymous, and anyone can share. Because before we're straight, gay, cisgender, transgender, monogamous, polyamorous, whatever, we're human. And the more we talk to each other, the more human our world will be. On this podcast, you'll get to feel like you're sitting in the circle with us in New York City, listening and learning from other people's experiences in bed and in love. This is the Touchpoint Town Hall. Here we go. So I'm sitting here with the one and only Lindsay Metzelar, the host and creator of We Met at Acme. Lindsay, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm feeling like, I'm feeling like whatever I'm feeling, you always know, so I don't need to answer you anymore. Uh, I know, but the people at home, <laughs> the people at home might. I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling <laughs> introspective in yeah. a positive way. Okay, good. I love that. I love that. You know, um, so we decided we wanted to start doing these episodes um, because we only release our town hall episode once a month. And so the weeks in between, we decided we were going to start doing these one-on-ones with really inspiring people. And Lindsay, you are an inspiring person. Thank you. Right I, back at I you. I mean, I follow you on Instagram and like, I don't know if anybody follows at we met at Acme on Instagram, but wow. I mean... Lindsay's polls <laughs> that she throws out into the universe are amazing. Where do these questions come from? They come from my brain a lot of the time. I would say 80% of the time and then 20% of the time they come from the amazing people who reach out to me Yeah, and they suggest their own and they're open and, and so, you know, sweet to give me a little you know, taste into their own lives and their own problems and their own issues and show us that, you know, I'm not the only one who comes up with these crazy things and needs answers. <laughs> so it's really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so before we jump into the cards, cause that's really what we're going to spend most of our time here doing, just looking into the sex tarot to yes. see what comes up and see what we should be talking about. Um, can you tell us a little bit about We Met at Acme, like why you started this podcast? Yeah. And yeah. So We Met at Acme's one year anniversary is actually this next coming week. <gasps> so it's a big deal. It Are started, we celebrating? We're definitely celebrating. Okay. We have to figure out how maybe we'll do the in, the interview episode. Oh my God. Which would be really oh cool. Oh my God. I would yeah, be, yeah, oh, yeah. I have so many questions for you. And I'm, I'm saving them. I'm really just okay, going to play the cards with you here. Because okay, I good. Really, because oh we're God. doing that. Um, oh my God. But We Met at Acme started because of a breakup I went through and um, who was it that said turn it into art it was a Libra celebrity she <laughs> died recently <laughs> Carrie Carrie I have no idea Carrie Carrie not Sex and City Carrie Carrie from uh, Star oh, Wars oh you're talking about oh right 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 what um, was her name oh man yeah you okay. know what I'm you yeah. know what she said you know t- you know take turn your heartbreak into art yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. it was right Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Yeah, I knew we'd oh, get man. it. And um, that was a close that's, call. That's kind of what I was doing. I was I was just like not in the mood to be sad about a breakup. So I was like, let me be inspiring to other people who might be going through something. Let me start a conversation about dating because, you know, here I am back in a place where I have to date. And let me talk about all these dates that I'm going on openly 
and see if anyone relates to the trial and error of dating in New York as a millennial. Wow. Okay. And so how, like, how has your, I guess, approach to your podcast evolved over the last year? Yeah. So it started with more so centered around like me and my dating experience. And it's now evolved into really a learning experience for everyone about other people's dating experience. Not that I'm not that it's not about me at all. I definitely chime in, but I think it's actually really interesting to find out how everyone else um, is, is handling the dating world. And I think people really like to hear others going through the same kind of terrible dates or, or maybe great dates yeah. as everyone else. So what have, what have you learned? Like what's, mm-hmm. what, what, what are a couple things that you feel like you didn't know a year ago and today they're, they've almost become intuitive to you because you really, you know. Yeah. Well, one thing that I've learned, which actually has to do with you, Jared, is, um, about the, what are we conversation, <laughs> which comes up all the time in the podcast. Um, I never liked the conversation and I never wanted to say, what are we to define a relationship, but I never knew why i mean i i had some i had some clues like maybe you know someone didn't want to hear that and didn't want to feel pressured um but i knew there had to be something else and you actually gave me a solution to that question things like that were really helpful um you know i learned that dating is kind of the same experience for everyone until it's obvious that someone's really interested in them and actually wants to make it work. And it's funny because you look back and you're like, Oh, of course. But, um, we like purposely almost make the same mistakes over and over again until we're ready to accept that real love. Um, which, and and again, like I'm still going, (laughs) and I'm still going through, you know, the whole process of it. And I think that's why I relate to my get like my audience and my guests, because I'm just learning. I have no fucking clue. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, you know, love and sex definitely doesn't come with a rule book. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I think that what you're doing is really wonderful Thank and you. it's been fun to watch your, uh, meteoric rise over Thank the last you. year. Thank you. Um, okay. So, so wha- where would you like everybody to go? What can they do? Uh, mm-hmm. To find out more mm-hmm. about you, I would love. This is your. This is your moment. This my is moment. your. This is your shameless. Book. I would love if everybody downloaded um, a few episodes of the podcast, checked it out at We Met at Acme. No ad, actually, um, in the podcast app on iTunes, and um, I'd love if you followed at We Met at Acme on Instagram, participated in some of our polls. Maybe you can let me know a question or two that you have and we'll we'll cover that. Um, and just stay tuned. I'm sure if you follow along, you'll see that we do some live events and that's my plug. Cool. That was great. That was great. I can say that I, uh, I love I love your work. I love what you've been doing. And I really Thank love you. you. So I'm so excited that you're here. I love you too. Okay. So now Let's we're going to we're going to pull cards. You know, what makes this fun and interesting is Mm -hmm. I don't really have questions, um, specific questions about anybody's love and sex life. Mm -hmm. I just leave it up to the cards. Mm -hmm. Um, This deck of cards, which currently doesn't have a name yet. I think we're probably going to crowdsource the name. Okay. Um, Yeah. So, um, but.
but there are 69 cards in the deck and every card has a theme. So these themes were taken from the 1,600 plus questions that were submitted to Touchpoint in our first two years. Wow. Um, and these are the most popular themes that emerged. What uh, medium or wh how were they submitted just out of curiosity? So when you bought tickets, you were after you bought your ticket, uh, I sent you an email mm -hmm. with a uh, with a like a type form and you could right. submit a question. And I just have a question. Is this a Venn diagram? It is. So what about Venn diaphragm? <laughs> okay, I'm open to it. I okay. think that we'll submit we'll it. Revisit. We'll submit it and, and we'll go through okay. we'll, the Venn diaphragm. Um, this is Lindsay Metzler, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, so before we begin, I have to ask: mm -hmm. Do I have your permission to have a conversation? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So See, I know uh, you're going to ask me three times. <laughs> that was great. Okay, that sounded enthusiastic. She knows I was asking for <laughs> for permission to have a conversation with her about her love and sex life. So, um, what you're going to do is you're going to pull a card at random. Uh, and then, you know, we're going to see if you have a story, if you have, Great. you know, anything around that card and I'm then excited. I'll ask questions. And if, you know, you don't want to answer the questions, you know, you can just say, I don't want to answer that. If you start sharing right. a story and then right. in, in the middle, you're like, mm -hmm. I don't want to share this with Jared and right. all these people mm -hmm. just stop. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Okay. So okay, Lindsay right. Metzelar is pulling her first card of the game. What'd you get? Foreplay. Foreplay. And it's a roller coaster. All right. So so what comes up for you, Linz? Um, honestly, what comes up is that I love foreplay. You, <laughs> you love foreplay? I love foreplay. I think it's so necessary. It makes sex so much hotter. And if you foreplay, then by the time you, you know, get on the roller coaster, right? As this picture, um, it's showing on our way up. Um, it's easier to uh, enjoy the ride down. Mm, the ride down. Okay, mm -hmm. so let's talk about. So, so what does foreplay mean to you? Foreplay what, what does that mean? Is kind of anything that stimulates me before sex. Before sex. Um, and sex is what? And sex is a penis and a vagina. Okay. All <laughs> right. So, do you have a good foreplay story for us? Um, I. Um. Have you ever had, have you ever had like really, really bad foreplay? Yes. Okay. And so yeah, we what can was talk that? about bad foreplay. Okay. Okay. Um, because I feel like good foreplay, I'm like, I feel like I need permission from them to tell those stories, but the bad foreplay, we don't, we don't have to get into Great. specifics. Whatever you feel bad comfortable. Bad foreplay with. is when, um, a man or a woman, um, or anyone that you are, you know, intimate with at the time doesn't uh kind of even go near you before sexual Lindsay, you know the rules we don't use you here we oh use doesn't I go near me, me right okay, okay. so, so if someone well, no not if tell us what okay happened. so Lindsay, someone so happened, in the Lindsay. past someone thought it was okay to just start the act of sex without doing anything beforehand okay which you know obviously in the end becomes okay but is uncomfortable in the beginning. Okay. And, you know, I. So what did you what did you want when yeah, you said Yeah, no, I, I wanted do? someone to someone. get me ready. You wanted someone. I wanted a p the person I was intimate with yeah. to get me ready for that sex. What does that mean? I wanted them to. It's hard to say these things out loud. Yeah, Lindsay. no, it's okay. I, I wanted them to. <laughs> I wanted them to make me 
wet How did in they do order that? to have sex with them. How did they do that? Um, well, what they did was a combination of going down on me with their mouth yeah. and using their fingers. Were they um, any good? Yes, they were very good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's great. Because yeah. I, I remember distinctly the story was starting with bad foreplay, but we landed in a place no, where you were no, with a partner. No, um, bad foreplay would just be if none of that happened, if the sex happened right away. Right. For me. Okay. That would be bad. So, so. Unless I was like really feeling it. So is foreplay for you just really coming down to like a partner going down on you? No. Foreplay for me is like getting me to a boiling point where I like need to have that sex, that, right. that moment. Which so, is hot. So, what are the other things that you feel like could get you um, to the point? I mean, we know yeah, like oral it could sex be, is it a could thing. be oral sex. It could be you know, it could be physical touch, but it also could be mental stimulation. Right. So, like, what does that look like? Yeah, just like a good banter or like a good debate. You know, something that gets you fired a good up. Debate. Tell me. Yeah. Tell me about a good debate. Have you ever had? Have you ever had a conversation leading up to sex that was just so intense and so hot that it actually did like you were aroused and like ready to have sex? Um. Yeah. I. I would say that's more of like the like a fight. Like a fight when you have a fight with a partner. Fighting is foreplay. Um. No. 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 It can be indirectly for foreplay. Right. No. Totally. Right. 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 I get it. Yeah. I'm not saying you start fights just to you know, make it hot in the bedroom, but but doesn't maybe. hurt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Because, I mean, I think that, like, yeah. okay, so can you tell us a story about a time where you had a fight and it was so intense that it was actually arousing? Like, well, I want to hear this story. Yes. Um, Come on, tell us. Um. Yeah. I... That's... I, I can't, like, think of a specific moment. Um... But I, that's definitely happened. But like, I can't think of a specific for okay. some reason. Right, I'm great. drawing a blank. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, this is but fun. But it's definitely happened okay. before. This is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any other thoughts on foreplay? Um, just that, you know, everyone should explore it. It's also really good for tantric sex. Tantric sex? Yeah. What are you talking about? Like, um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I wish I wish you could see. I wish you could Um, see. Tantric sex. It's like it's like it's like getting you to close to orgasming without orgasming. Okay. Right. So it's like a buildup that you're creating Mm -hmm. when you. Okay, I think when you so what you're referencing what you're referencing that's technique. I think it's it's called edging. Are you familiar with edging? Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's called edging. Edging, edging yeah, is yeah. this great. I, listen, I learned about this Yeah, people sharing this at Touchpoint. I was right. like, wow, what, what, yeah, there's, no, a, there's I, an actual name. Yeah, so, I guess edging know, is what I'm looking for. Well, edging is edging is this idea that like um, you can be stimulated right. to the point, like just to the brink of orgasm, and then right. your partner pulls back and... Yes. And you just hang there. But for some you just reason, hang, yeah, hang and that's what there. it is. But I thought that was tantric sex. Well, tantra is a little bit more. Okay. You know, tantra, first of all, tantra is uh, is a more of like a nebulous idea, you uh-huh. know, and there's different types of tantra. There's right. red tantra, there's right. white tantra, Ooh. there's black tantra, there's all these. The tantra you're thinking of is red tantra. I see. So that's very sexual. Uh-huh. But like tantra in general, I mean, you can have tantric sex with a person and never touch each other. Right. It's really more about, you know, tantra by so definition, tantra by definition means oneness. So like in general, like if we were to Uh zoom out really big and far, like Tantra is really about how do we create a sense of unity. Um, I see. 
you could have tantric sex with a person yeah. and, and not even touch them. Yeah. You know, it's like mm -hmm. a spiritual thing. It's a way of moving energy. Mm -hmm. But edging, you know, edging is like just a technique. You know, or, you know, edging what, is what I meant. Edging when I hot. learned, I learned about edging through something called OMG. Yes. Yeah, I know OMG. Yes. Yeah, so it's great uh, uh, instructional yeah, porn site. Right. Well, did you say it's instructional porn? Uh -huh. <laughs> I never really thought of. Uh -huh. I never really thought of it as porn, uh -huh. but um, it's <laughs> if, if, if it turns you on and they're naked, that's porn. Okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, yeah, OMGS has all these different videos mm -hmm. uh, of all these different techniques, mm -hmm. specifically that women use to masturbate, mm -hmm. and edging was one of them. Right. And I remember somebody talking mm -hmm. about it, and I was like, oh, I got to learn about right, this. Right, it's right. interesting stuff. All right. all right, you want to pull another card? Yes, I would love nothing more. <laughs> Here we go. Bye, foreplay. What'd you get? Hello, picking a partner. Picking a partner. So what comes like up for you? These, I feel like I'm getting a tarot card yeah. reading. No, you are. Oh, okay. I Good. mean, that's that's. It's funny. So so uh, so Aaron likes to call these the Jaro. Mm. Uh, it's Jared's tarot. It's mm. very strange. <laughs> it's very strange what people pull. Mm -hmm. it, it seems to be very yes, relevant. These are very different. Um, yeah, but, but it they both seem to be very on point. Yeah. Somehow. So what comes up for you? Um, in picking a partner. Picking a partner. Actually, what comes up is a lot because I feel like I've been discussing this topic a lot recently. Um, picking a partner is really easy when you are thinking clearly. But picking a partner when you are not or like just not fully developed to, I feel like, a place where you feel like you are, can make sound decisions Picking a partner can be a lot of picking the same person yeah. over and over without realizing, which is something I used to do. Well, you've recently picked a new partner, mm -hmm. right? How mm -hmm. long are you two together? For six months now. Six yeah. months. Mm -hmm. So you celebrated, did you celebrate some sort of We did. We we celebrated my birthday um, in Mexico, but it was also our six-month anniversary. Okay, so congratulations. Thank you. So tell me about how picking this partner was different than the others yeah picking this partner was picking um consistency and picking someone who was like fighting for me and not against me wow. and um picking this partner was picking something out of my comfort zone so i had to go into another garden to find this partner mm -hmm. I, i'm saying garden because the illustration on the picking a partner card is a rose um i love so that yeah. i love that okay so talk to me about this other garden yeah what does that mean so the garden that i've picked from in the past is a really similar garden um it's you know it's got a few surface level things that are really attractive it's attractive like on the surface um, but you can't stand in the garden. You can only put like a foot in the garden. Let's just stop the metaphor yeah. and go with specifics. <laughs> okay. So what, who are these people <laughs> that you were dating? So and the people that I dated, different? yeah, the people I dated in the past, like dipped a toe in to the relationship, but were never fully committed to it. Is that how you were? Um, possibly. Okay. I mean, I, I like seeked people out who were not looking for what I was looking for or what I thought was looking for. Wow. Was um, that conscious? 
No, it wasn't. So it how wasn't. did you identify? I only that? realized that now um, through therapy, actually. Yeah. Um, my therapist is so incredible, and she's so good at just pinpointing. What Do I'm we want to plug your therapist? Um, <laughs> no, we don't, because then I'll not have time to have an appointment. <laughs> well, with no, her. that's true. Okay. So, um, but therapy is a beautiful thing for all, and yeah. I highly recommend it. No, but um, I was picking these partners who were dipping a toe in, who were, were making it clear to me that they were not hundred percent about me and I was feeling um, comforted by that yeah. because I wasn't a hundred percent about me either probably mm-hmm. right or about them um, and I went to the other garden so to speak which was a place where um, you know people did all the right things and they called when they said they would call and they um, showed up for you know the family event and they didn't get scared by anything um how'd you find this guy i actually found him on a dating app which one hinge hinge yes okay hinge, all right yeah. so the new garden is hinge the new garden is Hinge. was there an older dating app that you were using the old for? garden was friends of friends oh wow mm-hmm. okay so friends of friends wait i just want to make sure that's mm-hmm. not a dating app is it no. Okay. No. I don't know. Maybe it is. <laughs> somebody told me the other day they met somebody <laughs> through their inner circle. And I was like, great. Uh, and they're like, no, it's a dating app called Inner Circle. Do you know this? No. So there's a, well, there's that's a, so funny. No, so, I just imagined so you, you just <laughs> So when you said friends and friends, I was like, oh, okay. But maybe I don't get that. You know, like, um, yeah. The history of, of my history at Touchpoint is people using words that I think <laughs> I know what they mean. And then everybody laughing except for me. And I'm like. What? <laughs> okay, so um, so friends of friends mm-hmm. was actually serving up people that you that weren't right for you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, but Hinge Hinge served. How long were you on Hinge before you met this fella? I was probably on Hinge for a few years, but I didn't actually use it really until probably last year. Okay. Mm. Cool. All right, amazing. Well, that's exciting stuff. Yeah. All right, you want to pull another card? Yes, I would love to. Lindsay Metzelar, everyone. <laughs> Let's see what else is coming up for Lindsay. Oh, God. What did you pull? I pulled anal play. Okay. So, <laughs> so why don't you tell everybody what the illustration is? It's a car with a trunk open in the uh, back. Okay, so, <laughs> so Lindsay... Linz, what's coming up for you around anal play? I'm mad at my choices. <laughs> Why? I think you're doing great. Picking a partner, because foreplay, Because although I, I have a podcast that does talk about sex, I'm not super sexually experienced. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. Believe me. <laughs> I feel like we have that in common. <laughs> yeah. So anal play is awesome. Yeah. Um, But when I tried it, in high school with my high school boyfriend at the time. Um, it was not awesome for me. Yeah. It was a bad experience. I was in a lot of pain. Yeah. Um, who initiated that? It was a mutual decision. We had been dating for two years and, um, you know, we'd had standard sex a lot and we didn't know really many sexual positions. So the only other one we had known really was anal. And I said, you know, if we're going to try it, I feel like it should be now. Like, you know, we're obviously very close and like, you know, we'll, we'll make it comfortable for one another. So we, and actually, are you able to cut things out of this just out of curiosity? I mean, 
yeah possibly i mean okay. we, we were well, not you, we haven't edited you any can of them. use your judgment on this one but um we tried in my parents bed well, why would we want to <laughs> cut that out <laughs> that feels like something we want to keep in no? all right as long as my parents don't listen to it but well, that's where we, we tried don't it. we don't know if your parents right. are gonna listen as, to this. Uh, the bed doesn't exist anymore so well, that's, that's comforting good. yeah but at the time we tried in their bed they were out of town <laughs> we got tons of lube why we, did you choose their bed because it was just like nicer at the time mine was a twin bed okay. and theirs was like, like a king. okay um and we lubed up my butt and we tried to make it work but um and so we were slowly doing it um but it felt as if i had pooped and someone was trying to put that poop back in my butt right um and that doesn't sound it sexy. wasn't something that turned me on um so we stopped and i cried yeah um and how was it for your partner it was a similar experience for them they you know wanted me to be enjoying it too and um my reaction to it made it unenjoyable for them as well Mm -hmm. um you know i'm sure and i hope that since then they've had many experiences of enjoyment (laughs) when it comes to anal play but not with me. You haven't, and that was the only time you tried. Yeah, that was the only time we tried, and then also, um, you know, I think that it's Id- if you're I- ideally if you're starting to if you're going to try anal sex, you should start with someone who's not super endowed because it's a just a painful ex- experience. It's a pro tip. Yeah. Pro tip. Pro tip. Um, so you know it's interesting. The card doesn't say anal sex; it says anal play, right? right? And so, and that's that's intentional, you know, because anal sex is a part of anal right. play. Um, but like, just because you know somebody's exploring somebody's butt, it doesn't mean that they're actually. You're right. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. And so, I so like, what comes up for you now? Yeah. Like when you think of that, and even with like yeah. your own partner, in terms yeah. of like you know, that's of a big course. thing. It's a big thing. I mean, I know that. I yeah. mean, you're you. I think that from wha- what we've discussed, you mostly play and explore with men. Yes. So what's this like with the people you've played with? Yeah. And like, what about you playing with them? I, um, if we're talking about play, I think a finger near or around your butt during sex is, is comfortable and say sweet mm-hmm. and, um, nice. Okay. Um, I have yet to have a partner who is comfortable with me touching them, um, which is fine. Have you asked? Uh, yes. Okay. I'm like fascinated with, is it called a prostate gland? Uh, there is a thing called a prostate gland. What's the gland? thing that you touch in a man's, like his G spot where yeah. he comes right a away? prostate. Yeah. I'm fascinated by that. Okay. I want to stick my finger up and touch a prostate and have someone come from it. <laughs> okay. Um, but I have yet to fulfill that fantasy. And, you, and you've articulated that to yeah, your Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, can I just stick a finger up in the shower? And they're like, no. And I'm like, but it's a shower. It's slippery. No one knows. And they're <laughs> like, no. Um, so I think that, you know, once the relationship matures, I will be able to have anal play with my partner's butt, yeah. which is so nice, by the way. Um, like, his butt is nicer than mine, so I feel like it's, like, a crime if I never get to go near it, you know? Yeah. Um, well, have you talked about, like, 
ways in which you could explore it in a way that's like fun or more comfortable. Yes. You know I, what I mean? Because there I are things you can do. Like, exactly. You know. Yeah. So I talked about, is it called the gooch between the area between the balls and the ass? Uh, I mean, that's technically called the perineum. Okay. But uh, so that area. But people call it a taint. Okay. So it's. I good, never it's heard a it called a gooch. Start. I've it's never heard it called yeah, a gooch. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Le- that doesn't mean it's not. It's a good place to start. Um, you know, you just put your hand somewhere there and get closer and closer to the butt. Okay. Um, I've definitely I've brought up. I've asked him if I can put my hands like around his butt, and he said yes. So. I mean, so you, but like so, so you're always asking for it. permission, though. Yes, you haven't always. just like gone for it and, and no, gotten um, some sort of. I don't know. Maybe reaction. I should do that. I but don't I, know. That's not exactly. Yeah, what but I'm, I don't know. I, it's like a consent thing, you yeah. know. But yeah. at the same time, like no one knows kind of what they like until you try it, and if you're already a consenting person, that you're, you know, happy to do sexual things, yeah. whatever it might be, with that person. And maybe sometimes yeah. people need a push, but only in a safe Thank way. Thank God we pulled this card. Yeah. We had to have this conversation. I'm glad we did. And I feel like, you know, this might become like a real conversation you have with your partner soon as a result. Oh, I think I think it will have to. We're spending a weekend together, so. Oh, my God. Okay. A lot of play to be doing. Yeah. Okay. Thank God. All right. Well, we have two more cards to pull, Ooh. so let's see what you get. Yay. What is it? Sexual feedback. Sexual feedback. Okay. I love that. So so what comes up for you around sexual feedback? So I'll just talk about the illustration first. It's three thermometers, and the third is the hottest. Um, sexual feedback, when I hear this, um, you know, I think about, I, for some reason I think about, like, immature boys telling their friends about sex. Oh wow. That was that was my first thought, right? Okay. But then I thought about it for more than a second and I was like, Oh, this is about like telling your partner what you like and don't like. Right. Which is really different. Um and really nice. Okay. Yeah. So have you ever had a partner give you feedback that I you have and I'm a huge advocate for feedback. So tell me about the feedback yeah. you've received. Um I I I don't I'm not I've seen your iTunes ratings. I, I want to <laughs> know I want to know <laughs> what the, the feedback is. I'm not a huge fan of giving blowjobs. Okay. Um but I know that it's important. Um so when I do do that, I would appre- I appreciate feedback and um my partner's really good at doing that for me. So for example, I recently found out that some men prefer a soft blowjob which is defined as kind of like the way that a man would go down on a woman, we would give the b- a blowjob in that manner. So not like, you know, fast and quick, um, but more so like slow and intimate. Mm. Um, and so my partner will let me know, like, you know, like, for example, if I start really fast, I'll be like, oh, no, this time, like, you know, that, whatever. And then... Um, if I'm touching something that he likes and I stop, he'll be like, no, I like that. Keep going. You know, like things like that. Um, there's also feedback during sex as well that I think is really healthy and necessary. Um, like I really liked when you, you know, reached over and grabbed my balls or I really didn't like when you choked me during my orgasm, whatever it might be. 
um, it's so Has that important. happened? Did you have a partner who choked you during your orgasm? Oh, I love that. You yeah. love that? Yeah, no, I love that. Do you ask for that? Um, I don't and how did you discover that you love that? I don't really have to ask for it with my current partner. Like, he knows. Um, but... Um, I think the term for that is actually erotic asphyxiation. Um, okay. Yeah. By the way, it's not um, an every-time situation. And I actually kind of like it right before the orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay is just laughing because I've taken out my video camera and I'm getting her. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I like I like a good choke. But he, <laughs> but he did that. Like he, well, he, he just did it intuitively. He just did it once, and I was like, oh yeah. Had yeah. did you have other partners that did that to you before, yes. or did you discover yeah. that with this current partner? Yeah, no, choking is very common in casual sex. In the life of Lindsay. In my life, right? And my friends have told me. Oh yeah. That it's common for them as well. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And so, have you ever had a partner that you really had to give? real feedback to you around like maybe they were too because it sounds like you're maybe at some points you like things a little rougher and then maybe somebody was all too gentle Um, maybe somebody was too rough yes i've definitely had to tell people to be less gentle um what does that look like what happened i'm trying to remember the exact situation or the partner but i remember specifically thinking that this partner was oh I i remember the partner now they were too delicate. I actually talked about it on my podcast once. They when they fingered me, it was like a pitter patter, <laughs> you know, like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What's happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, get in there!" Yeah. Um, and so in that way, I'm I have no problem giving sexual tapping feedback. is one of the is one of the things they teach on OMGS. And you know what? I'm sure tapping is great for some women. Right. <laughs> But <laughs> but not this one. Not this one because <laughs> I need uh, what's it called when it goes up? Penetration. Penetration. Okay. Situation. Okay. Yeah. I wish I could have gotten that that visual of <laughs> the hand going up. What is it? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, have you ever had anybody give you feedback where you were like, "Oh man, that like stings a little." Yes, but it didn't really sting. I just didn't. I I'm so happy for any type of feedback mm-hmm. ever in this world and i feel like that's something my partners know um and so i had a partner who was like oh you should reach around and grab my balls when you're in doggy and i was like first of all that's possible and <laughs> second of all like see first then of all what? <laughs> then what <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um and so i tried it and like little things like I, I didn't even know that you could like have sex with someone in doggy um, without them like holding your butt and thrusting. Like I didn't know you could do something too. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like little things. So partners throughout my years have either pointed things out to me or but no partner has ever made me feel bad for not knowing something oh, sexually. Okay. And I think that actually should be noted because I feel like you know, obviously people get, especially men get a bad rep, but I don't think a man has ever once been like, oh, you don't know how to touch my balls that way, you know, like right. ever. Okay. So, so the, I want to go back to what you said earlier mm-hmm. about not liking to give uh, oral sex yeah. on a male partner. So 
So is that something that you bring up early in the relationship? No, because I do like it once I like them and because I want them to be happy. Okay. Yeah, I well, just can't pretend. Sense. Yeah, I just can't pretend like, oh, I love sucking dick. Like, right. that's my MO. Like, right. no, I don't love doing that. And I feel like there are so many things before that that you can do. But am I going to do that for my partner? Absolutely. Do you feel like oral sex is, is more intimate than like vaginal penetrative sex? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, so at what point... Is it something, though, that you've expressed, like, verbally, where, you know, we've had people at Touchpoint who have said, like, and I, I'm sure you've been there, there's mm-hmm. there's there's one woman I'm thinking of in particular, her and her partner came at one point, and she was like, I don't give head. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this story? Yes, I was shocked. And he was like, and I don't like head. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, was just like, I was like, thank God you guys found each uh-huh. other. You know, that's amazing. That so, was alarming. <laughs> right mm-hmm. so so i'm just curious like you know she was very i think the thing about her that was so striking to me is that like she was very vocal and very direct and open mm-hmm. and honest from the moment she starts date one with somebody and they start talking about like what she likes and what she doesn't like mm-hmm. and that was something she was really real with mm-hmm. so i guess like is it the kind of thing that you feel like you articulate or it just doesn't happen in the first few times where we're getting intimate and then at some point you do it and then you know like is it I guess is it a topic of conversation or is it just something that unfolds no I never talk about it and it unfolds and I actually would prefer not to talk about it because if I said like oh you know I don't give head in the beginning first of all that's a lie because you never know what will happen and if I said I love giving head in the beginning then they're always expecting head. So I don't think it needs to be addressed. They never address to me like, I love eating you out, by the way, or I don't like to eat you out. Um, And yeah, and I think it just it just has to happen naturally from from there. But I would I would be really hurt if someone didn't want to go down on me. And I had a partner that was like that. You did. Uh huh. Okay. Um, Yeah, that's did you address that? I did all the time. I was like, you know, what's going on. Um, then I realized that he might not know how to go down on a woman. And so I got him that book. She comes first <laughs> and then he read it and he really wanted to practice like to finally go down on me. And yeah. then he did, but how was it? It was okay. <laughs> 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 okay. And that was the end of the yeah. relationship. Um, how important is, the sexual communication in your current relationship very very important yeah what does that look like how do you do you guys give each other feedback like in bed in real time you know we once had a woman at touchpoint who uh i believe she was she was there with her daughter she was older she was also there with her husband she was definitely in her 60s mm-hmm. we were talking about feedback in bed and she raised her hand and she said i think the best place to give sexual feedback is at the breakfast table the next morning uh, 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 she was like i just don't think you should ever give anybody feedback while they're naked well you know she has a good point although i'm sure her daughter didn't appreciate <laughs> that breakfast table talk they have a very um, open family anytime i've tried to give feedback during the act of sex it has backfired um maybe the guy loses his heart on or mm. you know maybe we lose our focus but i don't think it's but I, I hope no, I you're perfect. No, you're okay. perfect. Um, cool socks. But thank you. But yeah. I think that anytime you do that during sex, um, 
it's it's not a good idea. I've made that mistake. It's just it's redirecting. Yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. So we have one final card to pull. Yes. Let's see. You know, do you have any questions that you want to ask the deck? Yeah. Why are you so interesting today, deck? <laughs> and are you going to give us something less controversial? Probably not. Probably not. What multiple did you pull? Orgasm. Okay, multiple orgasms. And there are two rainbows, a double rainbow. All right, so what comes up for you around multiple orgasms? Um, because of the double rainbow, Mariah Carey, initially. Okay. But when I relate it to my Fair life. Enough. Um, honestly, I, I think of women. I used to have sex to Mariah Carey records. Really? When I, was, when I was in high school. Dream, love, Yeah, you know, all, all those things. Um, I think of women. I think of the female orgasm. And I, I know that men can have multiple orgasms, but I know they have to put work in in order to achieve that. Um, I could be wrong, though. You jump in if I am. And I know that women are blessed to the core that we can have like five orgasms in a night so or more, which is a beautiful thing. Tell me about five orgasms in a night or yeah, more. Yeah. Um, the female orgasm, and I, I can't pretend I said this. It, it was from a comedian. I think it was Judd Apatow, actually, who said that it's like a roller coaster because you're like, oh, it's happening and it happened. Then we're going up again and it's happening yeah. again. Um, Is that your experience? Yeah, kind of. Has it always been that way? Um, when I masturbate. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. When you masturbate. Mm -hmm. So what about when you've been with partners? I can have multiple orgasms if I have the time and the support. What is the support? Uh, them, the stamina for them not to come yeah. after my first one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, were you, is that, do you feel like that's like a, a regular thing for you? Um, no, I would say during sex, I usually just have one orgasm. Okay. An irregular thing is a multiple orgasm situation. Do you remember the first time you had multiple orgasms? Yes. Okay. So can you tell us about that? Yes. Um, it was... Is this less controversial? Yeah, it was like with a boyfriend and we had been having sex for a long time. Like in that specific moment, it was mm -hmm. like a 30, 45 minute sex. Um, and I remember I had an orgasm and then I was like, oh, I think I'm going to have an orgasm. But I just had one. <laughs> um, but then I had one. How old are you? Uh, probably 23, 22. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, but you're saying that you have multiple orgasms when you masturbate. When I masturbate, I probably never just have one orgasm and go to bed. Um, I'm so selfish about it. Cause I'm like, you know what I can, I'm so good at making myself have an orgasm that I can do it. I mean, five is an understatement. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So like, it sounds like you've got like a bit of a ritual around your, your, um, well, it's like a before bed. It's like my ambient. Yeah, like, I'll ambient, just, yeah, exactly. I'll just, I'll just masturbate and then I'm like, okay, I could go to bed now yeah. or I can masturbate again and then I can really want to go to bed because I'll pass out do you use a vibrator i don't yeah so you just use your hand i don't use my hand wait okay so tell us can <laughs> you tell us about i mean because there's probably a lot of people who would like to learn the secret of yes, multiple orgasms i can tell you but um i mean i feel like goes without saying but anyone listening out there hopefully you're not judging because it's not super like standard but i've been open about it already on my podcast actually jesse 
my good friend does similar things, but it's more of like a humping, right? Okay. Um, a lot of people like hump a pillow or like between their legs or something like that. For me, it's always been kind of like the end of like a cover, like a, a sheet mm-hmm. um, or something like that. And you same thing, like you put it between your legs and like you do the motion as if like you were on top of a guy like riding him, but with the covers and it's more of like a clitoral stimulation, obviously, because you can't really get yeah. up there with covers. And um, it's just like a back and forth motion. And then an orgasm happens. And an orgasm yeah. happens. So di- did somebody tell you about this? Or was no. this something you discovered on your own? I literally like was just like humping everything in sight when I was younger and like getting horny. And I was like, I don't know. Like I just... The idea of putting something in between my legs was already sexual yeah. for me. So I was like, l- if I put my covers or something between my legs and then I do something else, what's going to happen? Yeah. You know, just like trial and error. Yeah. Have you seen Big Mouth? Uh, no, I, I've on seen Netflix? one episode. Does that happen? On Netflix? No, but it's just like I, yeah. when you're talking about being incredibly horny as, yeah. a, as a teen. Oh, yeah. I mean, that show is so good. It is so yeah, good. I started so watching good. it last night. It's I was just so like, funny. this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Amazing. Well, I mean, let's see. We, we pulled, we pulled foreplay, picking a partner, anal play, sexual feedback, and multiple orgasms. I would say that we covered a lot of territory here. We really did. Um, well, you know, Lindsay, it's such a pleasure. You know, I always love spending time with you. I mean, it's, it's just the best. Um, uh, for more information about Lindsay, you can uh, find her on Instagram at we met at Acme uh, and also on iTunes, the Apple podcasts. It's we met at Acme. Is there anything else you want to tell people? I want to ask you, when can I buy these cards like, <laughs> yeah. and spread the link? Yeah, um, I think that the cards most likely will will be for sale for Christmas. Um, but uh, we're still exploring uh, packaging and and uh, and all the things, and we need to come up with a name for it that we think we're gonna allow the uh, the touchpoint community to uh, to come up with. Um, yeah, I mean, we're thinking of like intercourse is one name yeah, that came up. Like that. Uh, we used to call them the cards that make you better and bad in other places. Intercards. <laughs> um, I mean, there's there's probably there's there's a lot, but I think it's gonna be uh, it'll be an exciting uh, time to Definitely. figure out what those are. But uh, but they're fun, right? So and I think fun. they they give us permission to talk about things that like there's probably no way I would have sat here and been like, so Lynn's, what do you think of anal sex? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? You'd be like, yes. why are you asking it me is that question? An amazing. So it gives and us and like the an illustrations yeah, are incredible. It gives us a way to like just initiate mm-hmm. the conversation in a way that like there's no agenda and like yeah. you just say what comes up for you. Who thought of the ilus- illustrations? That would be me. They are so good. I just have to point out there is a being single card with an ice cream yeah. on it for one. Yeah. Which is probably the best part of being single. Yeah. You can have ice cream and then be gross on the couch. Yeah. Can I tell you a great yeah. story actually Please. on that? Um, I was at Fairway mm-hmm. at like 1145, I don't know, almost midnight, probably eight, nine years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting to pay, and I see this young woman pressed up against the glass door, and she's crying. And I'm about Aww. to pay. There's probably two or three yeah. people in front of me, and I walk. Up, I see her, and I just walk up to the door, and I'm like, "Are you okay?" And she's like, 
my boyfriend just broke up with me. So I'm like, okay, what do you need? She's yeah. like, I need ice cream. Uh, I said, uh, 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 what flavor? Right. She said, anything Ben and Jerry's. So I was like, okay. So the doors were already locked. She couldn't get in. So I went downstairs. Uh-huh. I got, I don't remember which flavor I got. Like, I don't know. Uh, I bought some Ben and Jerry's. I came up. I paid for it. I came outside. I handed her the ice cream and I gave her a hug. And she's like, thank you so much. And she was just hysterical. Aww. And I was like, everything's going to be fine. You're all good. Don't worry about it. But so that's what comes up for, for me when I think so of ice happy. cream and love and, and being single. Um, I wonder where she is now if she's listening. <sighs> Well, there's a high probability that she definitely listens to We Met at Acme. That's for sure. <laughs> um, well, everybody, um, thank you so much to Lindsay for making the time, for hanging out with us, thank for sharing for so much me. so vulnerably about her, uh, about her love and sex life. Um, you know, Touchpoint was created with the idea that we all have a lot to learn from each other. And if we just share and talk openly about these things, um, we can find out how human we are. Uh, and uh, our mission is just to make it easier for us to love and be loved. So, Lindsay, thank you so much for contributing to that. Um, I'm Jared Matthew Weiss, and I'll see you guys next week. Here we go. I'm Jared Matthew Weiss. Thanks for listening to Touchpoint True Stories. For more information about Touchpoint, you can find us on Instagram at lovetouchpoint and on web at lovetouchpoint.com. We'll see you next time.